Section 3 of War Flying by a Pilot. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. War Flying by a Pilot by Lessel Finer Hutchin. Book 1 In Training. Chapter 1 Part 2 On Going Solo. At last I have gone solo. On Sunday and Monday, two of our machines were smashed by pupils on their first solos, and both machines had to be scrapped. In consequence, the pilots have been rather chary about letting us go up alone, and we too have been wondering whether we were fated to follow the example of the others. At length, however, Captain sent up X this evening and he got on all right. So he turned to me suddenly and said, Well, you better go and break your neck now. Thus cheered, I gave my hat as a parting gift to Y, shook hands mournfully all round, and amid lamentations and tears, took my seat for the first time in the pilot's seat. Contact, etc., and my engine was running. I pointed her out into the aerodrome, and then turned her to the right. The taxiing is almost as tricky as flying, and before I could stop it, the machine had turned completely round. However, I got it straight again and taxied to the starting place. A biff of my left hand on the throttle, and the engine was going all out, faster and faster over the ground. A touch of the controls, and we were off. The next thing I recollect was passing over a machine on the ground at a height of 200 feet, and then I was on the other end of the aerodrome. This meant a turn, so down went the nose, the rudder, and bank, and round we came in fine style. A touch on the aileron control, and we were level again. Thus I went on for ten minutes, and as Captain had told me to do only one circuit, I had done considerably more. I decided to come down. It was growing dusk, so it was as well that I did. I took her outside the drome, then pointed her in, put the nose down, and pulled back the throttle. The roar of the engine ceased, and the ground loomed nearer. A very slight movement of the controls, and we were flattened out three feet above the ground, and did a gentle landing. A touch of the throttle, a roar, and I taxied back to the waiting mechanics. Good landing, sang out one of them, and a moment later some half a dozen pupils were shaking me violently by all the hands they could find, and all talking at once in loud voices. Where's my hat? I asked, and a crumpled object was handed to me. Then up came Captain, very red in the face, and looking exceedingly happy. Damn good, Theta. And so it ended. Heaps of love to you both. Went solo last Wednesday, and shall be surprised if I do so again before Christmas. It is cold and misty, and when not misty, it is windy. When it is neither, it rains, and so on. But mist from the marshes is the worst by far. So sometimes we sits and thinks, and cusses and smokes. 
and sometimes we just sits. Have been up again at last, the first time for a week. Four solo flights today. Went up 1,500 feet on the 3rd, and stayed up an hour on the 4th, between 900 feet and 1,000 feet. It was lovely flying this evening, but bumpy and air-pockety this morning. End of Section 3 Recording by John Brandon